Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of Bush Yarns. I'm Scotty Connell from Kimberley Spirit and it's a pleasure to be here with you all. Right now I'm sitting on the banks of the Ord River on the family property in isolation, in mandatory isolation. Been home for over a week now um, and because we've come from interstate, me and Anthony, as you know on the last podcast, those that listened, I'm Anthony Walsh, uh, who's a surfer from Hawaii um, and a good mate. Because we've come interstate, we've actually been um, been told we've got to stay put on the property for a couple of weeks just to make sure that we are not um, passing on the COVID-19 virus. And uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week. It's been really good actually so far. We've done a lot of a lot of working out and a lot of um, of our own work um, and bits and pieces around the property. This place is starting to look pretty pretty schmick. And uh, yeah, it's been a real adventure. Um, very unusual one, not being able to leave the place. Uh, my general thinking space is on top of the hill opposite the place or um, out the back in the ranges or up the river or fishing down the river or somewhere that isn't home. As special as it is, it's a place that I don't spend a lot of time at. And uh, yeah, it's been unique. But this um, this podcast is about the Kimberley Spirit Foundation. It's something that's very, very dear to my heart. And part of the reason that I'm speaking to you all about that is because I've sort of been launched into it recently with it, with my entire business structure being flipped on its head. Uh, Kimberley Spirit Tours, Kimberley Spirit Foundation and the Destination Kimberley, the Kimberley Australia marketing um, of the entire region. It's typically been the Kimberley Spirit Tours pays for everything else to go, which isn't isn't a great deal of money. It's only me and are doing private safaris, small groups. Uh, uh, all the profits from that has been going into the foundation and into the destination marketing over the last few years. So it's been quite an adventure in itself. Um, 2019 in particular um, was a very, very busy year for me. I really nailed it. It was started at this time, the beginning of April, and went right through to the middle of November when I stopped work and I actually had a couple of weeks off at home and then um, was over on the east coast doing some other stuff with family and um, or family that had travelled over there uh, for Christmas and that sort of thing and yeah. Um, this is about things that surprise me um, and the reason I bring that to you is because it's just been laid on my heart over the last couple of days. There's been a lot of, um, the journey for Kimberley Spirit Foundation has been a really unique one and it's and it's the things that surprise me, I reckon will surprise you as well. They're very, very interesting. A lot of my friends and a lot of my Instagram following and, and family have all been asking me. And unless I'm in the zone and really thinking about it, I don't really ever give them a good enough answer, I feel. I sort of just, because I've, I've just got a lot's going on. But I really wanted to cover those issues in this or those areas and um, those topics in this yarn. But I'm just going to have a sip of tea. And um, we'll get underway. 2019, as I was just mentioning, was a very busy year. Um, covered lots and lots of ground, had lots of amazing people visit, um, people from all walks of life come to the Kimberley. And, and as always, it was a fantastic year. It was huge, personally, um, to really be in that. We had the GoPro Summit. We had um, oh, all sorts. I won't go into all that, but there was lots. Um, and... As I got to the end of that, I realized it really wasn't sustainable what I was doing as far as a work practice and and getting, I did a lot of kilometers, I was really nailing it, um, I'm healthy, happy, everything's going wonderful, but I just knew that 2020 wasn't going to be the same, I knew it had things had to change in order for the foundation to really kick off and I knew that that was the next thing that, 
really had to get going and something that's been on my heart for many years and I've been pouring a lot of my side time in into it but it had to become the had to become the main thing the main thing has got to be the main thing if you know what I'm saying anyway um end of 2019 as I said I did six months back to back or seven months back to back nearly um flat out um and and was really surprised to see the bookings for 2020 were really, really steady uh, with the Kimberley Spirit Tours. Um, 2021 was taking off and it was just a sort of, I was getting busy for next year, but not this year, which I didn't really understand. And something with me is when things like that are happening, I'm generally sort of going back to the same place every morning and watching the sunrise and going, righto, what's up? Um, and when I'm not getting a lot of answers um, in prayer and in times, um, when I'm really seeking those answers, then I just leave them and, and keep moving. But I wasn't getting a lot of answers about this year and I really didn't understand what was going on um, with it. But coming into January, February, a few of my tours actually cancelled. And this 2020 season is actually shaping up to be the quietest season I've ever had in tourism um, with cancellations. And just people that were inquiring just weren't coming through. And a lot of them were actually putting them back to 2021. A lot of my repeat guests were, oh, we just put it back for this reason or that reason. And, and that was cool. The whole time, I just knew everything was under control. And I just and I just got on with the other tasks I've got. As I said, that's where the money comes from. So it's a tricky one. Um, it was something I was thinking about yesterday. If a million dollars fell out of the sky tomorrow, what, what would that do for me? And, and you know, after six months off... Um, this wet season and having put a lot into things to prepare for this year regardless um, it doesn't leave a lot left in the bank at the end and then COVID-19 but anyway um, if a million dollars fell out of the sky at me what would it do and it really I mean it can sol solve all my problems really quickly I'm sure a lot of people could vouch for that it can solve your problems really quickly but the steps that lead into things that happen in the in the journey you don't want to bypass those steps. That's where the growing really takes place. And for me, the journey is absolutely the most important. And it's it's building the man, not so much the mission or the or the tasks at hand, um, but it's really building the man. And the more you go through these steps, the more you learn that and you appreciate each step. Some of them totally suck, but whatever. Just get on with it and keep going. And then there's cool ones behind that and whatever. Um, so... Without rabbiting on, this year was set to be the quietest one ever. I then went in to pick up my new car, which I get every couple of years um, over east, and there was a really fancy one, a Sahara, the, the new model, the the glitzy model sitting there, and I thought, oh, I don't know what that's sitting in my spot for. Generally, the GXL, which is the standard Land Cruiser, um, very, very nice one. It's got everything I need is sitting there, but this time it was the Sahara. And I looked at it and I went, what are you doing there? Um, but anyway, long story short, it was another one of those things. It was there and it was like, it actually does not make sense whatsoever. What I do to these vehicles, these, these ones with all these extra mod cons don't survive to hammer them up and down the gib um, like I do and burn around the Kimberley and, and have a fat time and, and um, really work the vehicle. To have the latest and greatest with all these, you know, leather seats and all the rest of the stuff is just like as you know as, as great as it all is it really doesn't make sense for me to have but long and short i got it um and i drove out of there and i don't know what this thing is but anyway it's furthermore to that um 
I took it down to my sponsors, Ironman, who are wonderful people um, down in Melbourne, and to get them to kit it out. And they just got a new setup, and actually a lot of the work that was going to be done on the vehicle um, was going to be white. And I didn't know how to. I didn't have any real clear direction on how to build this vehicle. The Bush Weapon, which was my last vehicle, um, that was an amazing car, was very very different. It was really built as a Bush Weapon. It took on everything and everything and anything around the Kimberley and really covered some ground and the gear that Ironman had put on it really survived, really passed the test and just was just incredible. That car was just unbelievable. But this new thing I was building, which I've got now, is it just had a totally different feel to it. It has a different feel to it. I still don't really get what it's doing, but I know that everything's changed um, this year. As I said, coming into the year, coming into the season, I had... I had a couple odds and ends for this month, a few next month, but nothing solid right the way through till mid-year. And then I had a couple solid tours, which I've still got, depending on what's going on, um, whether they'll go or not. We'll, we can only, only time will tell, but um, they're wonderful people, so I keep in close relation with, with my guests. And, um, and anyway, the car is very fancy, and so is the whole get-up. And I've sort of got home... And I've realised that work's completely canned for the year. Uh, I won't be driving the gib as hard as I was, as, as hard as I would generally, which means it totally makes sense that I've got this car. And the other part being my, my income stream has been totally turned off, which means I can now focus on my foundation 100%, which is what I felt in the beginning of the year when I was getting hassled by the team you've got to get marketing, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And I was on a fairly regular basis to really fill the year up. I was just thinking, no, I just don't want to. I don't I don't feel that's the way to go right now. I just really feel I've got to keep stepping it out. And so that's exactly what I did. I kept stepping it out. You know, I had enough to pay the bills for the year, but it wasn't going to be a dollar extra and that sort of thing. But I just hung on. And, um, and here we are. COVID-19's hit just a couple of weeks ago. Um, for us it has been around the world for the last few months but for us it's really just hit here they've closed up Western Australia and particularly regional Western Australia our borders are closed people can't come here um, tourist season's off um, El Questro's turned um, shut the gates and or leaving the gates shut Home Valley's done the same and as I was saying, I get to now focus 100% of my time on Kimberley Spirit Foundation, which to me is is a wonderful thing. It's a, it's another crazy grey area for me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do a lot of things, and I've really spent the last week at home pondering that. And it's been really cool. I've got Anthony here training and doing this stuff, and he's, he gets to train all these MMA guys and all these pro athletes that he's a part of the crew in Hawaii, and it's and part of that's just been amazing to, to do all of that with Anthony here, but... Um, foundation, foundation, foundation is just right on the top of my brain and I've just been working into that and, and how do I get going and 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 what's the next step in that? Which leaves me here. Um, a few things with the foundation, with the journey of the foundation, it began in my heart when I was in school as a young fellow. It was something that was a real seed planted on on my heart as a, as a kid. We had a lot of death and despair, a lot of suicide, a lot of... Um, um, unconventional, a lot of dysfunctional families, sorry, that are surrounded us in school in Broome and throughout the Kimberley. And it was, there's always been a real need um, for a lot of, there's lots of needs up here. Anyway, um, yeah, so it started back then. And then as we got on 
over the years, I realized there were certain elements that I was going to be able to bring to the table. Everyone's there is some magnificent people up here doing some wonderful things um, and really doing what they can in that space, but it really was going to need a bit of, of um, well, it needs all the help we can get, more or less. So, um, yeah, beyond beyond developing it there as I grew Kimberly spirit itself and began to realize what Kimberly spirit was it's aloha and it's love and it's is wonderful unity and everything that Kimberly spirit is that aloha is to the Hawaiian people um, I realized that I was I was being given everything I needed to really kick this off and it's it's my journey it's a journey that I get to take a lot of people on um, a lot of people join me on it um, sorry, the wind's just blowing things away here. It's a journey a lot of people have been able to join me on, whether it's my staff, it's my guests, um, it's family, it's friends. Um, people have really all got a, something to sort of add to this, which every time people say something, you really pick up. You can be in particular rooms throughout the Kimberley and you can hear the way people talk about certain situations or the cultural um, aspects and the... Um, diversity of, of our region and and the things that are needed there's certain things that at times where I'll actually be looking for certain answers and people won't even realize but they'll deliver them to me in you know it might just be a, a sentence that wasn't even on the main topic or it might be an elder it might be something that an elder actually says to me about you know a particular thing that one of the kids was talking about that day or or whatever it is but it's um yeah, it's all been a real journey and some of the things that have really surprised me along the way as far as getting all the elements together and and getting the resources together it's 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 been quite amazing um in the uh in the tourism side of things tourism australia tourism western australia australia's northwest all these governing bodies of the tourism sector up um throughout australia um have all been on board without even knowing it so what they what they do over the years is um, with various tourism businesses up here, they send people of influence and various characters to the region to come and enjoy the region. They put it on their social media, and and um, we get to host them and and that sort of thing. And I think you guys will remember very clearly in the beginning. Um, well, you remember if you've if you've seen it in 2015 when Honey Badger first came up with his family. Um, it was wet season. It was a last minute mission. And it was it was for a documentary about his father, um, the cancer that Mark Mark has, and the, the um and the boys Luke and Joey and and um, Nick came along with him, and yeah we had a wonderful time. And in that I was able to um, we had a spare morning in there when we were filming. The Channel Seven guys sort of had most of the things they needed, and we had a spare morning in there. So I went and saw the high school principal and. And luckily, he was a rugby fan, and on short notice, he was able to get Nick into the school. Now, Nick does a lot of these school visits throughout his career, um, and his brother Luke, that was with him as well, is actually a bit of a motivational speaker. He's a he's another fantastic fellow that really gets in around the kids and encourages them. and And so I was able to get that all organised and get them into the school, and and um, the camera crew came along and a lot of the kids were able to engage and that was a big part of my dream that took place there and then and and that went came back from Broome High School when we used to have Eagles players and Wildcats and the guys from Perth um, in the footy and the basketball and um, come up and visit us 
and they would um, just encourage, and everyone would run around like headless turkeys for the next few weeks, and 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 they bring some boots for them, and and that sort of thing. And it was something that I saw that really lit the place up. It really encouraged and inspired the kids, and showed them that they could do, you know, anything. Basically, you can. You you absolutely can. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, if you um if you have the right, if you're inspired and you really want to chase those dreams, then then um, these guys show you it's reality because a lot of them come from humble beginnings as well, particularly Honey Badger and his family. Um, they're, you know, a big family, eight siblings, and they come from a place out west of Brizzy and and um, all between Brizzy and the Gold Coast Bow Desert. But it um, really shows that if you really pour your heart into something that you can achieve big things. And that was an element that I always had um as a part of it as a part of the Kimberley Spirit Foundation in my head, we also have the food programs, um, which a good friend Clint from Feed the Little Children in Broome, um, we've been working alongside him for years, um, we're able to be a part of. And that's another one that Nick's joined me on as well. Um, where we've gone out in the streets of Broome and, and being able to do some stuff in there and, and the other one being the tourism training, uh, where kids from all over the Kimberley we can actually use the resources we've got at Kimberley Spirit to be able to get in there, um, teach them, educate them, show them that it's fun, that it's, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to get involved in tourism. You just There's different elements, whether it's in the marketing, whether it's in the guiding, whether it's in you know all sorts of the, the food side of things or, or whatever part it could be. The cultural stuff um, is you know something that we really need a lot more of in the Kimberley and something that a lot of different people are working on and, and it's coming along but um, those are the three main aspects the ambassadors food programs and the tourism training so another really cool thing was part of the GoPro summit last year was having Brody Moss um, in town he I was just talking to Brody and he showed me his email and said you know who this guy is and I said no I was one of the teachers from Broome High and he said you know do you want to come down there and we'll go to the school I was like brilliant let's do it so we went down there and, and believe it or not, my old deputy principal was in the office who I haven't seen in a lot of years. <laughs> and <laughs> and we ended up back in my old classroom <laughs> of all classes, which was the rat bag classroom. <laughs> the, all the young fellas that, that all, um, yeah, anyway, need a bit of inspiration. And we ended up back in there, me and Brody, and, and it was really cool to see the way that they all just, you know, really took to him and, um, I, I wasn't really familiar with what Brody was up to until that point in time, and realised that he had quite influence in the with his YouTubing with, and that sort of stuff, and and so it's yeah really cool just to see the kids. It's just these, it's it's about the moment. It's about the spark that you see that about um what gets ignited in the kids when they have these um, people of influence come in um, into the schools up here. We are a long way from anywhere here in the Kimberley, and and. We're a small population, you know, we're just over sort of forty five, fifty thousand in the entire region, which is bigger than, you know, Victoria and it's and it's just one of those areas where when people come they come and they have this amazing time, they connect with the place, they you know they really get that Kimberley spirit element of the place in the land and in the people and stuff and then they, they go home and it's really cool when we can get those guys, um, who have that notoriety really be able to engage with the community it works for works for both parties the community loves it and the guys love it or the girls and um and all of that so 
the Kimberley Spirit Foundation board was quite a challenge to put together um, for me. Not a challenge, I wouldn't say. It was just it took time, like everything else. It was it was something I had it all mapped out in my head what it looked like, and then as I began to roll it out, it really changed. Um, it really changed shape completely. And um, in the end, we ended up with five men and five women. The way that changed shape is because. I put it out there and, and people, and I really share this story with a lot of people as I go around the Kimberley and, and people of note and, and other, you know, just friends, family, business owners, station owners, that sort of thing. And they want to know what what I'm up to and what's happening next. And it's sort of like, well, you know, this is where where I'm really pouring my heart in and, and really getting going. The business is working fine. Everything's sort of doing its thing, but this is where my heart really is. And, and so a bunch of those people along the way I really just figured that they were going to be a part of it because they were amazing people and and I'd had the conversations with them but I hadn't really gone beyond that and as I began to step it out I realized that a lot of those people were just gonna weren't actually going to be on the board they were just going to be stakeholders and then and having said that I didn't even know what stakeholders were I didn't know how a board was I didn't know anything this has all just been a big step-by-step process but Basically, the stakeholders are anyone that has anything to do with it who wants in, um, and that's those people. The board are actually the people that are calling the shots, and the people that I've got to answer to. Even as the chairman, I've got to answer to these guys, and nothing gets through without without the board, um, which is a funny one, and that's a whole new process for me because um, I'm very gung ho and and all of that. But I definitely appreciate the learning and the you know the roadblocks and the and navigating that space because everyone's got the best intentions and it's it's for the greater good that it doesn't all go my way these people are all very skilled on um as i was saying i'm the chairman my friend jamie elliott well they're all my friends jamie elliott uh is is a great mate and he's the deputy chair um he's in kananara then we've got secretary lauren um and Treasurer Sarrell, we've got Helen Morell, Gloria Martin, Clinton Durham, Fritz Bolton, Melissa Connell, being my older sister, and Tiffany Staples. There's five men and five women on there, um, South African, German, Aboriginal, um, a couple of Aboriginals, um, Aboriginal elder, um, and yeah, a really mixed variety of people there that I really believe have got what it takes to really really make a change really make a difference in the region um the reason i believe that is because of the way that they've all come about and they've all got something really unique a, a particular spark in them um fritz he grew up on the land here he's he's really dealt with the elements of of suicide in his family it's been very very real and it's been very tough and and he understands it he gets it jamie is indigenous jaru boy from halls creek but he's also been in the um in the various corporations um being quite a quite a voice in the corporation indigenous corporations in the kimberley helen is like a mother to me from broome she's an amazing woman she's the vet in broome and oh she's um her husband dave morell has been the vet in the kimberley here for the last sort of 40 years and her amazing family clinton set up the feed the little children he's ex-military ex-police he really gets it um tiffany is from um down south but she's actually she's very very unique in what she brings um she's been a chaplain at a school down there and at various schools for years she's now the deputy principal 
down in Bunbury and knows things that we all need to know about um, about structure and um, Saril is a community paramedic here from Kununurra from the northwest. Uh, he's South African. He's been over here for nearly ten years, and and he really understands. He's on the front line big time, um, and he's also um, someone that who I'm accountable to in everything that I'm doing. And and as a as a friend over the years, he's someone that I've really shared a lot of stuff with more than I have with anybody else. And and he keeps me accountable. He's very, very solid in, in who he is and, and the way structure is placed, which I had absolutely zero <laughs> a few years ago. And I'm still learning. But um, so, yeah, and my sister Melissa in the marketing, nobody knows the Kimberly like she does. She's phenomenal um, in really getting brands out there and getting them known. Um, Lauren is a lawyer here in Kununurra with the um, community legal service and she's got a real heart for the kids um, and it's really exciting to have her on board. Gloria, the last but least, Gloria Martin is um, a Gija Bunaba elder and she's a very dear friend of mine here in Kununurra. These are all people individually, I'd love them to tell you their stories around the campfire here on Bush Yarns as time goes on. Um, and really get to know those, these characters because they're all very, very unique and there's a lot more I could tell about each of them, but that's just a general rundown. So, um, yeah, so that's the board side of things. The sponsors uh, with Iron Man, uh, me going in and speaking to them about my own gear to begin with, I really shared with them what I was up to in, here in the Kimberley and sold them the whole picture, said, you know, I, I work my butt off, I can buy stuff and all of that, but I really want to work with a brand in developing product, but also in them standing beside me um, in my vision for the Kimberley um, f- to really um, see the Kimberley, the Kimberley kids um, change for the better. And, and I was going to need a company. Um, well, it's really beneficial to all of us to have a company like them on board. Uh, also, Signet Bay Pearls, um, James Brown and Sarah Brown and the entire Brown family. Um, a very unique family in the Kimberley from the top of the Dampier Peninsula and have had a lot to do with the marine research side of things along the Kimberley coast, but also in um, various indigenous side of things. They really... Um, they, they've had their farm for over 70 years now and, and have always worked alongside the Wiggins and various families, the hunters off the, off the region and, and um, are able to provide assistance in various ways. And it's, um, it's, James is a, is a great friend of mine and it's, it's big on his heart, these issues. And he really sees that what I'm up to here has a, a lot of potential and he wants to be a part of it and, and he very much is. So that's really cool. Also, the Salerno family, the Salerno law here in Kununurra. Um, Emma and Matteo Salerno and Anna. Um, once I sort of spoke to them about this and started building the constitution, another thing I really didn't know what a constitution was. I had no idea, but it was another one of those processes that I had to learn and, and really ride through over the last couple of years to get that constitution just right. But the Salernos came on board and um, and they also said we really love what you're doing and we want to we want to support that. So they've been a wonderful sponsor and supporter as well. And also Turquoise Lane, a friend um, Susie from Perth, Susie Thomas. She's got the Turquoise Lane brand down in Perth. It's a it's a um, fashion label, and she's actually been sponsoring the accountants side of things. So, um, obviously, there's different aspects of this vision and 
I mean, to just to pull in a heap of money from one particular angle, which I've been offered on on a few different occasions by some terrific people, doesn't make sense to me. It's, this is about pulling everybody in and every resource imaginable and giving everyone a job and a, and a role and something where they can really develop the change and and be a part of that developing change in the kids up here and um and really and really see the kids grow and be be a part of the whole part of the whole show so that's the sponsors side of things now um the ambassadors are saying um, you know nick and Brody and these guys that come to the school we've also got dan sultan um in the music side of things this is the kimberly is very very close to dan's heart um these are all guys who I've spent time with around the Kimberley and, and really shared the um, the challenges we face and, and they're all in on it. Um, Dan is unreal. He's um, He's got his roots here in the Kimberley. His grandmother's actually buried up there in the um, top of the Dampier Peninsula up there at One Arm Point, um, Jerrigan. And yeah, he's Dan's awesome. Um, Pete Jacobs, he's an Ironman who won Hawaii. Um, the Kona a few years ago he really wants to get involved um, we've got Elise Cook in the social media and the marketing and just general amazingness um, Anthony's here now we've also got Jake and Jake Osman who's a surfer um, and Shannon Spearing um, and I've actually this list goes on and on and on um, of guys who are ambassadors who are able to bring up their expertise and inspire the kids and show the kids um, throughout the region how they got to where they got to what it takes and just be a general smiling happy face just for the kids to encounter from people from out of town hear some stories and then the kids to also the flip side of that is for the kids to actually you know go fishing with them do things and show them what what they do as well so that real cultural interaction happens and and um and yeah that's that's a fantastic thing that um has been happening for many years all this stuff has been happening for years it's just a matter of as it goes on it's really important um to get some real structure behind it and then we can also um be eligible for various grants um and and for people to really see where the money's going as as i was saying Sarah, who's the fellow i'm accountable to and have been for years as as a good friend is the treasurer and there's no one else that i trust more in the in the, on the in the world than him so it's um yeah it needs to be really transparent that side of things there is a lot of favor that um this foundation's been shown from various companies and people of note and and um and yeah it's really really exciting now one sec just in january gone we had the first um meeting here in Kananara. it was a it was a big a big deal for me personally it's something i've worked away worked at for years um to piece it all together but to sit in a room um with board members and and that the night before to be honest i didn't get much sleep at all i was up for most of the night and well i went to bed very early and then i was woken very early and i just sort of spent the rest of the the morning up just um going through the motions of the various things and then the meeting went really well and really positive and and um yeah it's very exciting to get that done now all of that brings us to here and now um 
back home and boom, COVID-19. Can't leave the place, can't do anything, can't go visiting kids, can't go into schools, can't feed kids, can't have mates visit from anywhere. Can't, 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 no, 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 roadblocks, roadblocks, roadblocks. Rubbish. <laughs> I don't care about roadblocks. If, anyway, there's just, they are just, just makes things interesting in my opinion to diversify. It's a very real threat and we t- one we take very, very seriously is the health um, of these kids and, and of the elders in the communities. They are, a lot of them are very close friends and, and family um, to us and and so that's first and foremost is the health. So um, the roadblocks that have hit this year are absolutely sort of of no surprise, to be honest. It, it's obviously a surprise that it's a pandemic and, and it's just rattling the whole planet. But putting that aside, it's no surprise that something this big steps up in front of us just as we're ready to kick it because what we're doing is a is a big thing and we're bringing in a lot of people and and... And it's exciting and it makes my blood boil and, and all of that. So whenever anything really good is going to happen, I really feel there's that push back as well. There's that, it's like when you push into the goodness, there's always a badness that wants to just push you back out of that space. It doesn't want change. It wants to keep, you know, marinating kids in shame and in suicide and in all the rubbish that doesn't belong to these kids. It has no place here in the Kimberley. Um, and we want to make sure of that. And that's what we're here to eliminate over the years and by the various practices and the various um, programs and a whole lot of love um, so yeah it's Roblox City at the moment um, to the point where I'm literally here on our property and I'm not even allowed to leave I've got 14 days at home so what do I do just start start getting to work on the parts I can work on um, to inform a lot of the bush yarns um, listeners as to what's actually going on in this space is something I found really important just over the last day or two um, and was really excited to really bring it all up because when I speak about things and I, and, I, and I bring them to the surface a lot of the time it really ignites something in me and then I get the next step so as much as I really just wanted to sit back down with Anthony you know I've got a pro surfer here with me he's a great friend and I just wanted to sit back down and hear his story because he's awesome and he just doing awesome stuff and he's just killing it i really felt that this was the next step sit down tell people about what's going on and and then the next steps will come so that's what i'm here doing um what we'll do now um in this space is we've just got a few finalized um, a bit of finalization in the paperwork going as far as procedures and there's a lot of procedures in when you're dealing with kids and dealing with communities and that sort of thing um, to be aware of and we've really um, been blessed to have to be honest to have Tiffany down south the schools can so she's been able in the last few weeks to really pour her heart into um, into these policies and procedures that she would not have had the time to do otherwise so it's another one of those things where it's it's a funny one but it's um it's come about just recently um also just very recently just about three to four weeks ago now uh, a girl um, beth ironside who's um here in kananara has come on board 
um, as an assistant and as a bit, of, a bit of a business development manager in a few different roles to help me with these various things that I'm doing. And it was the same week that COVID really hit um, Australia that was the week that she was to start. So looking at that, it just was like terrific, you know, already lost all the work for the year and, and the money's been taken out. And now I'm starting someone who's going to work full time in this space and so something at the time I went and saw her and just said to her that I really wanted to sell her the why of, of I really felt to sell her the why of, of what's happening and and um to know that I've never gone without um you know the, the resources are always there whether they come at last minute or whether they come along the way and the things a nice cushy ride the, the resources do come and and that you know it's really exciting to have her to join the journey um she's been working alongside my sister melissa in the office and really getting a lot of this stuff underway and she's a real blessing to have um in this space so at the moment really really able to prep um her so she gets the real lowdown on what's happening the structure the online side of stuff i was just working out with anthony this morning um he just does these crazy routines and something that i've wanted for a while and it's unreal to have guys like Honey Badger and Anthony and these athletes coming up here as mates and, and they show me, you know, the various things that they do from day to day because they, they just live wildly um, in that space of, you know, smashing goals and just they really live in a different pace life to a lot of people. Um, a lot of other friends who are, you know, in their 30s um, like, we are, like we are and have families and that sort of thing. It's very inspiring to have these guys come around so... Um, sitting with Anthony this morning, I was just thinking of, of a new plan that we can do um, because we can't go out to the schools and that sort of thing. And I just put it to Anthony and he's all for it. So watch this space. It's something we'll work on over the next week or so. And, and, um, yeah, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And last part of this is something that obviously I touch on, but something I don't go fully into is the religious side of things. Setting up a non-for-profit foundation um, there's lots of different ways you can do it. For me, um, this is a faith-based organisation. Um, I'm Christian, and um, and a big part of my story is is um, is really is the grace of God on my life. And and there's a lot of there's a lot that comes out these days. A lot that people really you know can paint you in a particular way or that sort of thing. And I totally get that. It's it's something that I completely understand. There's so much going on and if you look to people then I think you'll continually be disappointed because you but for me if I really hold someone in high esteem and they let me down it really really gets to me and you just think you know and and over the years you realize that it's not the people and it's and you've really just got to continually look back to God and look back to the source and where's this love and where's this hope and where's this faith and this joy and where are all these fruits coming from and for me it's coming from him so um something as part of the foundation that um, we'll always have that as our backbone but it's not going to be something that we really go thrusting into communities it's not something we'd rather it's something that I live by which is it's our job to love people and it's his job to change people so it's that's the long and the short of it and um, I believe that the real breakthrough up here can only only be um, achieved with real divine real divine help it's it's too big for us it's um there's so many facets to it 
is um and all of that so yes um we are you know we are believers but we will be delivering um be delivering really all the sides and all the various elements we can to the kids and all the various aspects of just living just living the dream and having a fat time whilst doing it and um leaving behind any shame and any garbage that tries to hang on to kids that can drag them down and and um yeah really really excited about that and excited about what's coming up so a very very different bush yarns today uh when i began this i didn't think i'd be sitting here in the in the pandanus trees yarning to you about about all of this but it's important as part of the part of the journey and a lot of the feedback i've been getting on bush yarns has really been um, from those closest to me so i really speak to to those guys as well as to the broader audience um and i'm also excited as i said to really get around the kimberley and around the top end and speak to a lot of our characters and and i've got this real picture in my head of what that all looks like and of course that's not going to happen it's going to be totally different so i hope you guys enjoy the journey as much as i'm enjoying it and um yeah looking forward to the next one and as i said i've got anthony here and we've got some more stuff we can chat about and and um, more of his craziness in the world of surfing and of um, big sharks and big surf and all this crazy stuff, um, but also the fitness and the behind-the-scenes stuff. If you've got any questions for him, please fire him through on the DM, um, on the Instagram, or or um, various or on the podcast. And and yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, all the best. Keep healthy and um, stay safe. Bless yous. Check you later. You.